one of the all-time favorite shows. Hello and welcome back to Because You Were Home. It is the new year and the first episode of 2021 and we have guests this week. Um, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We are all wearing party hats and there are streamers going around. You can probably hear whistles and people enjoying the new year in the background. People singing Al Dang Syne. Over and over. People who listen to this podcast won't know who I am. (laughs) This is Niall. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's now 2021. The second the uh, clock stroke 12, coronavirus was gone. So it's fine. (laughs) I hope. Fantastic. Great news. Great news. Such good news. We can all leave our houses again, guys. It's great. It's brilliant. Um, but this week we have the Real Take podcast with us. So we have Sinead, Niall and Ross. So if you guys want to, you're very welcome to the podcast, first of all. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having us. Thanks oh, a million. Oh, so welcome. Yep. Thank you so much. We have spoken about your podcast before. Um, so people who listen to us will know of you guys. But give us a quick overview view doesn't have to be quick <laughs> take <a time>. <laughs> <laughs> it's snappy <laughs> yeah. just get it done um, get it done get it done get it done yeah. you well, might well, regret that we do go we do time. meander we do yeah. ramble we do yeah. ramble on um thanks a million by the way for the shout the previous shout outs it's it's brilliant to be invited on on this wonderful podcast um i suppose the three of us go back a little bit in that both Ross and Niall were reviewers, well, well, Niall still is, um, for my radio programme on LMFM Radio. So that's kind of how we know each other. Um, And then I suppose I came up with the idea of, wouldn't it be great to kind of do a podcast together? We're all so interested in film and wouldn't it be nice to kind of meet up every, you know, week or so and, and, and hang out, talk movies and try and make it entertaining, <laughs> which is what we try and do uh, with The Real Take. Um, now, we did have a podcast before that actually didn't really, we kind of just did it for the crack, just ourselves. Uh, but this is kind of a more serious one, I suppose. Yeah, we're um, taking this one seriously. The yeah, previous we're, one, we're taking this seriously. Just, yeah. yeah, it's an outtake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I listened uh, to the previous one as well, and it was brilliant. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you I so think, much. Yeah, I think the previous one had a lot of merits, but, you know. Yeah, well, we did. We did put a previous one out over Christmas as well as a little extra Christmas yeah. present as well, just yeah. to say thanks very much and to hark back to our humble beginnings. Anyway, okay, we're yes. not here to talk about the real take, the podcast by film fans for film fans. We're here <laughs> to talk about that in not plug it in. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that's not the last time you'll hear us either. No, we're here to talk about horror movies, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, you're in our neck of the woods now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm interested so, to see how Sinead gets on because I know from your your own podcast that Sinead you're not you're not no I'm I'm yeah. I'm the absolute wimp of the group and in fact I think I went to see did I go and see us I think with you guys yes. and I am yes. I am that person that's like oh my god oh Jesus oh yeah. no, oh 
<laughs> yeah. I, I am that aegis in the yeah. cinema. Uh, yeah. So apologies in advance uh, to anybody. But uh, yeah, no, I'm very jumpy, very like skittish. Like I'm literally here at the moment, right, in my kitchen and there's a, a dark porch <laughs> uh, beside me. And literally like if somebody had just put their face against that glass right now, I'd be out the door like, see you later. <laughs> you know, I'm just unreal, skittish, really okay. not great with this kind of right. stuff um so now mostly anything with you know possession no way i can't do it yeah. the exorcist scarred me for life I, I can't cope i can't even see the face of the exorcist child i just can't cope with that, uh, that. but anything like slasher kind of movies i don't mind or the kind of um psychological kind of stuff i don't mind that sort of stuff but anything okay, that's well, like you know that's gory. interesting now i'm just just to throw it out to you guys what what is the definition of a horror movie? Is it like, does a slasher movie count? Does a psychological thriller count? What What is a horror movie? What have you been talking about on your on your podcast? Funny you should say that, Niall. <laughs> like one of oh. our second episodes, I think it's literally because we were like, well, what makes a horror? Um, mm. And basically we we're like, it's got the most subgenres um, mm. yeah. that any other genre can have. Um, and yeah like you're saying there's psychological there's slasher there's horror comedy um wow the rest of them have all gone but if you <laughs> go back think it's, the, yeah. episode, it's, it's a huge umbrella oh it's yeah, massive it's massive yeah um, i think as well the best thing about myself and Emer doing this together is we have completely different tastes in horror movies um, okay it, 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 well, strangely enough i'm actually very similar to you i jump at everything oh great <laughs> as i've grown I, I'm terrified of everything. I can't <laughs> hide behind a door to jump out at somebody because I scare myself. It's like really, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what if somebody else jumps at me while I'm waiting to jump at them? So like I am the scaredest person in the world who just happens to love horror. All right. Well, that does beg the question then to the whole group. What is your favorite horror movie? Ooh. 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 Oh. Who wants to go first? Ross says like you. Yeah, well, actually, you know what? I have this weird thing where I think I'm not afraid of horror movies. You were mentioned there how how you're terrified. So I'm like, this is going to be great. And then after I watch it, I realize I actually am terrified of horror movies, but it's too late at that stage. And I'm there in bed shaking and hoping the noise downstairs (laughs) will just go away. Uh, But for me, um, I probably would go slasher kind of movies for home comforts and scream is you know we've, we've talked about it on our halloween yeah. episode as well scream is far and away my favorite my favorite uh, horror movie absolutely no I go on say, I you okay have, yeah all right well um i'm a big fan of the exorcist i think it's great fantastic and the exorcist tree which is a yeah much yeah like it's it's kind of much maligned but i think it's a great movie that was um, directed by blatty wasn't it it was yeah the the writer of the original book that yeah. the exodus was based on so and george lee scott is great it kind of brings back elements of uh that original movie in there it, it's very kind of late 80s early 90s that vibe but it's still a really really good movie mm. and Sinead oh definitely not The Exorcist anyway um, <laughs> not a hope not a hope I, I do really love Carrie though which yeah. is kind of I don't know it's an, mm. it's kind of an odd one like I studied um in, in college I did a bit of uh we did kind of like body horror and it was like the choice was we were going to either watch uh, The Exorcist or Carrie. And I was like, Carrie, 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 Carrie. <laughs> Don't mm. faint amongst your classmates in, in college, you know. <laughs> um, so Carrie 
I, I've kind of, because I, maybe I studied it quite a bit in, in depth and stuff, um, I do quite like that. I'm, I, I do like Sissy Spacek as well. I think she's got that yeah. kind of otherworldly yeah. quality to her as well. Um, but it's a great movie because I, I suppose people, people who listen to, to our podcast will know I tend to like uh, teen movies and, you know, uh, go back yeah. to that. So Carrie's kind of that in that vein, obviously being set in the high school and all that kind of thing. Um, but it's just kind of, I don't know, it's, 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 it's not just about kind of the, the horror of it. It's more about, you know, her and kind of, um, you know, the trauma of adolescence and, you know, what, what she goes through and this desperate need to, to, fit in uh which probably speaks volumes about me actually i'm just really uh, realizing this, <laughs> all of this. Uh, but you Free know i carry <laughs> related to carry um but uh yeah it's this kind of you know wanting to 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 be part of this uh you know this this rite of passage Please. as well of going yeah. to to prom and all that kind of thing so yeah i think that's probably my favorite i was actually listening to um Eli Roth has a podcast. He has a TV show and and, and on a podcast as well. Um, the history another of podcast. I know. <laughs> um, but he does uh, the history of horror. And I was listening to it today, and Megan Fox was on it, and she speaks about Carrie. Uh, you should listen to that. It's really really okay. good. Yeah. Oh, cool! I must must yeah. check that out. Emer, what about yourself? I'll say it once and I'll say it again. I don't actually have one because there's too many. So when we did an episode of what was our favorite, I had to break them up into subgenres. We actually have two um, episodes <laughs> on our favorite horror movies. Yeah, Just like, want one. Come okay, on. Uh, Signs of the Lambs. Oh, oh great. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Very but to be good, fair, yeah. that, that was one of the big five winners as well. Um, and it's a rare thing to happen at the Oscar where you yeah. win best actor best actress best director best script yeah. and best movie mm-hmm. i think that's the same but yeah it's, it's and then it's, one of the first for horrors to even yeah. get. and like also easy. i would i would argue that you know it, it blurs the line between it is because and, and that's yeah. what they say when a horror movie gets oscars they want to pull it into a different genre they're like no yeah. it's thriller and mm. they just they don't but i mean like when you see anthony hawkins there i'm like that guy is just pure horror it's not yeah. Yeah. He, it, he is he is a universal monster in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is standing there in his jumpsuit behind that glass and he he is as iconic I think as Frankenstein, you know, or mm. Dracula, so. Mm. He yeah, really Dracula, we... that's another one of my favorites would be Bram Stoker's oh. Dracula. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I love that. There is a few horrors that are kind of lifted out of the genre almost because they, they like horror sometimes can be associated with that kind of B movie slash race gore kind of stuff. But there is there is movies that like have massive, massive like uh, have been massively acclaimed from horror. Like even recently you had like Us and Get Out and you have The Shining and stuff like that. So there is there is every now and then a film that a film that just there's, kind of pops up yeah. above the or uh, like like uh, you're saying there's there's a history of of the industry trying to recategorize horror as something else. Yeah, yeah. Legitimize it, it a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's the horror I... within the film industry of actually saying that you're a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's shame because horror movies are yeah, yeah. Um, they're finally being taken more seriously now and uh, that yeah. has a lot to do with Jordan Peele and mm-hmm. what he's done for modern horror films yeah yeah definitely. anyway Grace we, ha- we haven't <laughs> heard your favorite one um, mine kind of it's a scream <laughs> it's oh, like I'm- it's not even just my favorite horror movie it's like 
my favorite movie for my birthday I think I got the most amount of scream things and um, <laughs> my husband Warren got me a signed poster um from scream and then my friends put in money so that I could actually <laughs> oh wow. go on to speak with um, Matthew Lillard and, oh so okay. cool yeah. Mm, yeah and then um I got um one of the film stills as well from scream as well so i was there you, you also have that um i also was privy to see that you have a stab t-shirt the movie I within do. the movie yeah. which oh, is yeah. like the yeah, coolest yeah. thing so i've ever cool. seen yeah. yes yeah. and yeah. how do you feel about the it's not a remake is it it's a no, no it's a continuation, it's a continuation yeah. yeah okay okay it's yeah. just a sequel all right oh, no i can't so. wait yeah okay I'm actually a bit, I'm, I'm kind of a big person for remakes and stuff like that. I'm okay with it. And mm. it's, well, there's some that I go, oh my God, I can't believe they're touching it. But as well, the way I kind of think about it is that remake is going to be that film for somebody else. Like, like yes. we're talking about yeah. the craft before we came on and I was watching it and I was actually like, do you know what? This craft is going to be for my nieces. To someone else. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so the craft legacy is going to be the craft for me, yeah. for my well, nieces, kind of like. So I was like, right. I always try and give it the benefit of the doubt. It's going to be yes. somebody else's. This scream is going to be the reason somebody else gets into horror. And I'm mm. okay with that. And yeah, the and very first episode, sorry, Ross, to cut you off. Very right. first episode of our podcast, The Real Take. That is the podcast boyfriend fans <laughs> <laughs> was about specifically reboots and remakes. So maybe check it yeah. out on your feed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Ross, you were saying. A, uh, <laughs> no, it's a brilliant episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, and it's actually it's actually kind of awkward because I have the absolute opposite opinion <laughs> to you guys. I hate them. And I'm like, stop uh, ruining. I side with you there, Sinead. I, I 100% back you up with that. I wish they'd just leave it well alone. Yeah. There's actually yeah. there's actually I mean, one Dracula shade that it, there's for, for well, they always get is... yeah but that's more of a that's more of a like a, an adaptation an adaptation yeah, yeah. 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 um I, I, but there was one in particular Sinead that you um really hated it was a 2016 reboot of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. yeah yeah I, I, like, yeah, I, I just Jesus, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just very much about, okay, I'm loving the fact that it's a female focused, you know, storyline and everything else, but make your own goddamn movies. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You know, I'm all for a female led uh, story, but just don't take a male story and make it female. That's a no no to me. Uh, and again, I had a massive rant on that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this this <laughs> is a whole other can of worms, really. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, we're opening too many yeah. cans of worms yeah. here. <laughs> Like I'm loving women getting their own films, but when it's just very cheap and kind of a lazy move, if you just get them to do a man's film, it's yeah, like when yeah. they did the, um, it was a prequel kind of remake reboot of The Thing. And they yeah. just put the kind of like the McCready character was a woman. And I'm like, yeah. and then they got rid of all the practical effects for CGI. I never watched it because there was the CGI stuff was yeah. terrible. Oh, it's, yeah, not, it was worse. it's not an awful movie. It's not terrible. Yeah. And I think the whole idea of having like what went on in the the Swedish camp or whatever yes. it was in, in, in there. Um, and a lot of the actors were uh, not American. Like they were, mm -hmm. they were people from, Sweden and Norway and stuff like that. That was interesting, but uh, yeah, it wasn't a great movie. And the CGI was like- Like they oh, had they... practical effects and then the producers were like, no, yes. cut out the practical effects. We just want it to be all CGI. And I was like, yeah. Jesus. Uh, 
Which is well, a, which is crazy as well because the amount of work, um, you know, geez, after yeah, the film is yeah. made to actually go in and do it like that. Because if you're doing a first day, you can have a green screen or a green screen, or you can have a guy in a green suit, and you can kind of plan it out. But when after, I mean, I've seen some of the original images with with the with the actual live props and stuff, and it looks so much better. Um, yeah. I think it was a real shame they went back and changed it. I know, but let me just say the thing: a remake. Well. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. It was from uh, the thing from Outer Space, which was done in the fifties, yeah. I think. 50s, that's right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thing from another world. I oh, think another world. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we'll get Lars. I, I always <laughs> get people writing in saying, "Oh, you got that wrong." I'd just be happy I got a letter. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> we got one DM once. We were very yeah. excited oh, about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're waiting hours. <laughs> we did. We did get a DM. Oh, did we? Did we? Yeah, I should. I should be telling you this. Sorry, you should be telling me. Yeah, we 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 have had a few like um, DMs saying really enjoyed episodes and stuff like that. Yeah, from people eye. I don't know, which is really exciting. Ah! <laughs> Isn't that really exciting when it's actually oh. not like your mom or your sister? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you actually like this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you look at the breakdown of the countries, and you're like, oh my god, it's not all just in Leinster and Ireland. No, it yeah. just says mom and. <laughs> Sister to me when I look at the breakdown. Yeah. It says your mom, your sister, your brother. <laughs> yeah. It's like a quarter, quarter mile radius around my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the- 2020 was a harsh year for films, as we all know. And uh, it was it was pretty harsh on us for our horror movies. We were looking out for some certain films, like myself and Grace, we were really looking forward to the sequel to the latest Halloween um, yes. reboot. Mm. And that one's definitely, it was meant to be out October this year for Halloween. And that got pushed out by a year. And then there's there's a few other films like the Chris Rock Saw film, uh, Spiral. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That, yeah. I have a feeling like as if that maybe should have been it. I feel like I saw a trailer for that in 2019. Like right. maybe it just kept getting pushed. That's I can't not a good it. sign then. No, it'd be like yeah. that New Mutants film where yeah. I actually forgot <laughs> it did come out. Yeah, yeah. Can I just check? Did you say Chris Rock Saw movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, but that, that, okay. that is that is correct. Yeah, that's one of those ones where he had seen them and he was like, Do you know, what? I have a great idea as to how I could take it. Uh-huh. And because he's Chris Rock, they allowed it. And Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson's in it as well. He's in our podcast <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's in our podcast. He's everywhere. You know, even Halloween it has a comedian like you know Danny McBride wrote that. You know. Yes. Um, along with David Gordon Green, the, the director, and uh, someone else as well, and they've 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 written it. So you know, I quite enjoyed the reboot of Halloween. So maybe the fact that it's someone coming from a comedic background isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, yeah. I think they have a very dark sense of humor. Yes. Anyway, yeah. uh, like I there, remember- there is, yeah, there yeah. there is a big kind of uh, what would you say a, a, a crossover between and being afraid. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Before Get Out came out, when I found out that Jordan Peele from like, because I watched all of Key and Peele, and I was like, oh, he's going to do horror. I just, I didn't think it would be good, and my mind was blown when I watched uh, Get Out. I was like, okay, I will always never make a judgment again. Yeah, and also um, very funny as well. You know, there's oh, a great was, bit of humor yeah. in it. Like, yeah, and that. Speaking of uh, Jordan Peele, Candyman film. Um, oh yeah, he's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. God, I uh, love that. I was film. disappointed. He, I thought he was directing it originally, and I was disappointed to find out he only is producing it. But I was, I, you know, I saw the trailer, and it has a kind of like uh, get out kind of vibe to it. So yeah. it, it'll be really interesting. I can't wait for it to come out. It's meant to be in um, from the first Candyman, the baby she rescues. 
That's, oh, right. he grows oh. up and he's the artist in right. the trailers so it's it's like it's kind of they're, they're clawing on from the original film so it's not like a it's not like a reboot then no 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 yeah. no um which i thought it might have been but no they just decided to make it kind of like a loose continuation so i'm yeah. really looking forward to that it's great and, then, and tony todd's back in that as well as yes he? yes yeah it would be hard um, to make candy man without him though do you know absolutely yeah, he's so iconic in that role Oh, I, I remember seeing the first uh, Candyman and just being like so terrified to go anywhere near a mirror for ages after. Nobody say it. Nobody say it. I'm always afraid of going, <laughs> <laughs> but for yeah. different reasons. I am exactly the same as you. <laughs> and there's another film that should have been out this year. Uh, I saw a trailer for it. It looks very like weird and creepy. It's called Antlers and it's mm. produced by Girl. Oh God, I'm going to butcher his name. Girl Del Toro. Damn it! Someone else there for me. Guillermo? Guillermo? Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. There you Beautiful. Go. This is why we brought you guys in. It's just <laughs> you're like, can you pronounce things? Yes, you're on. We know but nothing about horror movies, but we can pronounce Guillermo. Pronunciation <laughs> <laughs> on point. Because didn't he make a horror movie about a woman having sex with a fish? Hey, yeah. hey it's, on <laughs> TV. it's on TV right now. I could be watching it right now. No, I believe it was sorry. called Splash. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but this is <laughs> only on pronunciation. And right. so, what, what's that? What is Antlers about, anyway? Um, from what I gather from the trailer, it's basically uh, it's like some dirt poor area. But this boy, he's kind of like there's something going on in his house, and I think someone is either. Jesus, it's actually been that long since I've seen the trailer, but mm. I think it's someone's transforming into. Uh, like a deer hybrid human or mm. and and also it's just it's he's also he's been pulled away it's like social service it's kind of like it's a really broken up family and also mm. this boy comes across in the woods this creature uh, again i just i would suggest that people would watch the trailer because i mm. am doing a absolute god-awful way of breaking down this film you're doing a great <laughs> job <Emer. laughs> <I apologize>. yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not being paid by the marketing department so yeah, yeah. But there's a yeah, you're saying there's a load of delayed movies like Quiet Place Two is delayed as well. That was yeah. meant to be out. Um, like oh, I'm so looking forward to that as well. Yeah, year, yeah. Then yeah. then <laughs> September. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, like that was a kind of a bit of a surprise hit as well. So it was meant to be September last year. Um, after it was delayed from March last year, I think that's mm. April. We'll have to wait for that's it's a really big pushback on that. You know, um, they still have a time now. I think to change the title to Quiet Place Two, Quiet Harder. And and it's basically like an action film, but so silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it yeah, trending one, on Twitter. Fantastic. In the first one, she she was pregnant and had to be quiet while giving birth. This time, she has a cold and has to keep it quiet while she's trying to sneeze <laughs> and not attract the attention of those killer evil. But there's other ones yeah. as well. Like we we were talking about Ghostbusters, and that's the they're doing a, a direct. Is that a horror yeah. name? Well, well, it's a par- it's a par- it's a par- I'd say, yeah. yeah. It's a gateway horror. Uh, yes, exactly, yes, exactly. Definitely a gateway horror. Probably, <laughs> yes. actually, it probably, that and Gremlins probably were the yeah. gateway movies probably mm. into horror, yeah. Yeah, you're talking mm. about Goosebumps, you're talking about, like, yes. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, now, I'm, I'm far too old for Goosebumps. Oh, they were great. I'm, are You Afraid of the Dark? And are oh, You Afraid of oh, the Dark? Niall, were you a ghostwriter, though? Of, of those movies <laughs> no there was oh, another sorry. tv oh, no. show yeah, yeah, yeah. called ghostwriter with, with the, the the typewriter things that came yes. up 
Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a, my And they were educational. Okay. Yeah. You, you should introduce yeah. me to your sister. So. I will. Hang on. It's gone creepy. <laughs> creepy. No, it's a horror <laughs> podcast, but Jesus, man. One's right. downstairs. <laughs> Leave the yeah. creep factor at the door. Come on. What? I'm yeah. charming. I'm charming. That was giving, that was giving me chills. <laughs> What I love about what are you afraid of dark is it's like there's like it's like a who's who of Canadian um, actors yes. now because they yes. all appeared like I, I, I don't like Ryan Gosling's in an episode yeah. Yeah. and um, can't remember any more of them but there's tons there's tons of them in there in it's that so sense, cool it's like Neighbours and uh, yes. Home and Away oh, where if you're uh, Australian it's like doing your national service in the yeah or Biker Biker Grove and if yeah. you're in the UK as well yeah. you know. <laughs> My mom actually went to college with one of the guys from Biker Grove. No oh, way. Which really? One? Yeah. The, uh, the principal. She also went oh. to college with Liam Neeson. I what? Still holding out that he's my real dad. No. <laughs> Could you not get him on your podcast? Come on. I mean, you are, you are quite I, tall. So. I'm very so. tall. Yeah. And it's the Denor accent tr- throws me sometimes. Yeah. 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 Do you know? And I just bring Ross and I'm like, I have a certain particular set of skills. Right. Was that <laughs> Jeff from Biker Grove? Jeff from Biker Grove. Okay. <laughs> she said he was a dick. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. I imagine Lee Neeson was lovely, though. Yeah, apparently they was. Nice. The- My sister actually, for her twenty-first birthday, <clears throat> had a Star Wars-themed party, and everyone oh, yes. had to either dress up as somebody from Star Wars, or they had to have some sort of something. So we had one girl who dressed in like the least amount of clothes, and she came as Jabba the Slut. Uh, <laughs> I had like a Queen Amidala costume from Toy Master because um, I think I was 11 at the time and my mom brought um, Liam Neeson's lunch cart because she still has it and she was, was like that in lieu of, was that in lieu of or instead of a costume? <laughs> yeah she was like he's not... in the fucking movies Oh <laughs> yes of course yeah I completely yeah. forgot about the Phantom Menace <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Fantastic in that He that is, he's hers. brilliant yeah. Yeah. Wow that's really cool mm. Mm. There was also supposed to be a Purge movie this year, and I am a big lover of the Purge. Do you know, I haven't seen any of the Purge, and I I should. I know it's one of those ones that's kind of, yeah, I think I'd probably really enjoy it. Uh, So, yeah, Mm. definitely must check that out. Now, I've not seen them all, but I believe they go kind of good, bad, good, bad, something like that. Actually, you're completely right. That's exactly yeah. kind of how they do go. And there's a TV show of it on Prime as well that is actually mm. decent enough. But yeah, no, it's really, really good. You should definitely have a look at that. I feel like if Donald Trump got a second term, it would have become a reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but there was actually going. a purge election. Like, it oh, was, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So one of the reasons, uh, the, the things that we wanted to talk about today were our um, standout horrors from 2020. So... Emer. Yeah. So because we have you guys here and you're the real take, I thought we'll do it reeling in the year. Um for 2020. Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah. The, the, the real take, the podcast five film five fans. Four <laughs> films. Everyone yeah. take a drink every time yeah, Al says yeah. that you'll be dead <laughs> before this episode's finished. <laughs> so speaking of the purge films and you know, just murdering people for the crack uh there was a fantastic film i came across called the hunt and it was out in a fairly crappy time of year it came out in march 2020 which kind of got it got pulled i think it was only in the cinema for one or two weeks and it got pulled because of uh the rona um it had another victim and it was films um 
but also that film was meant to come out earlier on in the year, but there was a one of many mass shootings in America, which are always tragic cases, but because mm. it was meant to be released just when there was another mass shooting, it had to get pushed. Then it got pushed to March. <clears throat> then coronavirus happened and it was only in the cinema for two weeks. But uh, I saw it uh, at home much later on and it's a fantastic film. Um, and it has one of the leading ladies from Glow, uh, the glamorous ladies of wrestling. Great, great yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely show. fantastic. And she plays Crystal. And basically she wakes up with 12 other people or 11 other people. So there's 12 of them in total. And they wake up just in a clearing and they don't know where they are. Why they be taken? They're all like gagged and like their hands. I was literally them. about to say been there when you were like, they woke up <laughs> and you didn't know where they were. Yeah. And then it's you were like, Grace. they're all You're gagged. And I was like, ew. Uh. <laughs> in shame I know but your best name this yeah. is another time for confession corner Grace out with it you're my friend <laughs> don't worry. there's no judgement here no. I'm we're, friends, all, but we're I'm all podcasters also, yeah. yeah friends I mean, we've I'm all a, my brother like yeah I would be a little judgmental maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a smidge um, but basically there's a box there where a pig runs out and they don't realise but that's the symbol for the start of the hunt and um, it, you kind of get a feel for the characters as it starts. Some people just get like killed straight away. Some of them manage, when the box opens, there's weapons there. Some people manage to unlock their um, handcuffs and free up a few people. There's landmines. Someone gets like, someone who you think is going to be a guy who's going to lead everyone together. He gets killed off in the first five minutes, which I thought was a brilliant way to look at it. Mm. Um, and so they all start getting picked off and you, you also start to see that there's a load of business people and they're the ones who are doing the picking off and the people who are being hunted. You kind of get a bit of a Republican MAGA hat wearing vibe off of them, um, which is what I, I loved about the film because it's just so present and it's so like real. But the girl, Crystal, who she's kind of keeping herself separate from everybody. And then some people tag along with her. And as it goes through, she is against the main woman on the hunter side is Athena, who's been played by Hilary Swank. And you just see her training throughout the when you go back into the prior uh, scenes, she's been training all year for this. So what started was these guys, the 12 people or part of a dark web conspiracy theory where they had stumbled across this conspiracy that uh, ruthless elitist people uh, kidnap 12 people and they hunt them every year. And it started with a WhatsApp thread that got leaked where someone was talking about they can't wait to go on the hunt. It's going to be a great stress reliever. And <clears throat> it turns out they were 100 percent real. Um, but they grabbed all those people who were on that dark web page um, they had done a background check on them. They got everybody. But what happened was Crystal wasn't the right Crystal. Same name, but a completely different person. And this lady happened to be in the army. So she was trained. So she goes all black ops and turns the tables and starts to pick off all the hunters. And then it kind of builds towards this fantastic fight scene um, between Crystal and Athena. And because you have Hilary Swank, she was in the boxing film Million Dollar Baby, like so she's got yeah, training, and you great. see her training throughout the film. And um Crystal, if you know from Glow, so she's got training as well. So they they actually they had their stunt doubles, but they also like did a lot of the fights themselves. It's great. There's not a lot of like cutscenes where you you get the vibe like as if they tried right. to do as much of it as they could. And it's they it, Tom Cruise did. Yes. It is, <laughs> I'm it, gonna it, do it, it all. 
Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, I remember even the stunt coordinator was a woman as well. So it's, it's, it's great to see that it was got to be led by so many women in that. Um, but it, it's a fantastic fight scene and it's terrific because they're in a kitchen. So it's literally like they use hot oil, they use a grilling machine. It's everything that's around them, wine bottles, knives. And, um, and then she manages to tell her at the end, I'm not who you thought I was. And cause she get, cause Athena is so confident. She's like, no, I got you. You're a piece of shit. You're a redneck. And she's like, oh, I'm a redneck. Yeah, but I'm not who you think I am. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's a fantastic film. But um, sadly, it just kind of got lost amongst right. the, the COVID sweep. Um, yeah. But this film was apparently, it was inspired by a film called Most Dangerous Game, which was a oh, short yeah. film. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a book as well, I think. Mm. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. So the story came out in, in 1924 and the first film came out um, in 1932. And there was kind of other like versions of those kind of hunter films yeah. done throughout the years. Um, and I just I just thought it was a brilliant film. And the, I wish it got more recognition because mm. I just think it's especially for the age that we live in, where you have like in America, there's such a divide. If you're a Democrat and mm. a Republican, it's like black and white. It's completely yeah, yeah oil and water you won't work together but um this was just a great film i have to say uh so yeah yeah that was one of my my good horror films of the year good, good pick. Pick. yeah i've not seen it but i will now after yeah, your definitely, recommendation yeah. Yeah. Mm. so niall what um okay what yeah yeah well i have gone for welcome to fantasy island have you are you are you, does anybody know the reference i'm making though Yes. It's from Fantasy Island. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is anybody the as old? Yeah. The TV show was in the yeah. 70s. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was in the 70s. Yeah. So there was a remake this year from Bloomhouse, which is a big name in horror. And I think mm -hmm. they've uh, produced uh, a lot of movies that, like, especially this year as well. Freaky is supposed to be really good. Oh, I That's can't wait it. to see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, Get Out as well. They also kind of do really kind of what I would call schlocky, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but like enjoyable popcorn horror, but kind of more serious horror as well. So, mm. or serious movies too. So um, Bloomhouse is really, really a, a good kind of uh, company. Yeah. Um, so uh, Fantasy Island, what did you do on Valentine's Day? Can I ask all of you? Oh, geez, I can't remember that far back. <laughs> I think right. I actually watched. Um, did it, uh, I watched Science of Labs with my husband? Okay, well, well, it's a romantic <laughs> film between. Well, you should you should say that because you would think that Valentine's Day is not a day really for horror, but <clears throat> Science of the Lambs came out on Valentine's Day. Originally. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And also the original Dracula, starring Bella Lugosi, came out on Valentine's Day, and so did Fantasy Island. Welcome to Fantasy Our, Island. Horror movies do make really good date movies, though. Okay, yeah. right. You know, but you yeah. like to creep your arm around. What I like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, yeah. It makes it sound really bad. Everyone's well. Dead. Uh, we're all just we're on to your here listening we're to your right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need someone to comfort me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Valentine's Day is a good time for scares and spooks and thrills and chills and kills. Um, so Fantasy Island came out this year, as I say, produced by Bloomhouse. There are two big names, I think, in horror at the moment, Bloomhouse and A24. Yeah. So they oh, were yeah. known for um, 
uh, Midsummer, which I thought was fantastic. Another great one. Movie. They are more, I think, the think I don't want to say thinking man's, but they are more You're the, right. the yeah. thoughtful yeah. horror. Very intellectual whereas, horror. Yes. Whereas Bloomhouse is kind of, as I say, thrills and spooks and chills and stuff like that. Emer and- is the A24 I am um, okay <laughs> good, good to know. if we were if know. we were to yeah if we were right. to break it down really <laughs> we've we've got both demographics here which is yes. fantastic um and Bloomhouse was set up by Jason Bloom yeah. and it's um it it's responsible for great movies paranormal activity the purge that we spoke about happy oh. death day I know you've seen that oh, that's a great movie. That was, yeah, yeah they're fantastic yeah. films yeah. Truth or mm. Dare, Insidious, Sinister, like they really they go for horror movies with a hook, um. But they also produce like movies like Whiplash, Get Out, Black Klansman. So they also they I think they're known as a, a production house that will go. We will let directors and writers do what they like. Yeah, Jason so, was known to take risks with his yeah. Films. And they don't always work out, but he he is like willing to give it a go. Absolutely. And horror is a genre historically where you can you can make a movie for a relatively low budget and make yeah. a huge return from it. Um, and this one is it has the the intellectual property of Fantasy Island. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Um, which was the 1970s. It was a TV show starring Ricardo Montalban and Herve Villachez. And each week, a host of guest stars would arrive on the island and they would be allowed to uh, basically live out their fantasies on that island. And it could be something that they always just wanted to do or it could be something that uh you know that they wanted to go back in time and and live in the time of jack the ripper or something like that but the remake from this year took a real supernatural horror uh turn if you like and it's directed by a guy called jeff wadlow who people might know from another uh, Blumhouse movie, Truth or Dare. He also directed Bloodshot, which came out this year as well. And uh, yeah, (laughs) I know, I saw that too. (laughs) And um, it stars Michael Pena, who is a fantastic actor. Mm. And he plays uh, uh, Mr. Rourke, who was played in the original by uh, Ricardo Montalban. And it it does have a good cast. but uh, now, but here's the big but. <laughs> it now it was panned by critics. It really yeah. was. I mean, everybody who who wrote about it said it was terrible. Like many I, fantastic horror movies have been. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I watched it. I was one of the last movies I saw before sh- cinemas shut down, and um, I went to it. And I I don't know. We might talk a little bit later about whether or not the cinema is a good place to see horror movies or at home mm-hmm. is, a, is a good place because in the cinema, I didn't like it so much at home. I was kind of going, Oh, this was, this was good. I liked it. Yeah. You know, um, it's about five good looking people who arrive at a, an Island. Um, they, they win a competition uh, and they get their fantasies basically brought to life. If you like. Um, but, it made a huge amount of money. It had a budget of seven million and made forties forty-seven million. Wow! On, wow. Yeah, okay. on mm. the return, and I think a lot of it was because it was the only show in town, really. 
yeah. in February when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it is, if you Google now, big horror movies of 2020, Fantasy Island is going to be there. By um, default, yeah. By default, absolutely, yeah. Um, Actually, though, I remember this ad coming out and I was like, oh my God, this is my horror. So yeah, no, I understand why. I remember also going, I will in my arse. What's that? So, <laughs> oh, well, no, I have. Well, like I, I said, proven wrong. I would like to be proven wrong. I, I watched it at home and enjoyed it more than I did when I saw it. I rewatched it, I guess, for this and enjoyed it more than I had at the, the first time. It's got a great, it, like Michael Penna is a, is a great actor. Yes. He is yeah. wasted in this movie a little bit, but the, I kind of like it. I I kind of like that it skirts that so bad it's good territory and you know it's uh, uh it is a good premise I was watching it which I do a lot now uh, and thinking that uh this would be I would watch this every week if it was a tv show you know yeah. Yeah. maybe that's the alley that they went down you right know. perhaps it might have made it better you know especially because you have a lot yeah. of stars now in tv Maybe mm, yeah. this could have made a great anthology TV show. Yeah. And that was the, the original was yeah. based yeah. on that. So it would be every week there would be somebody like William Shatner or somebody mm-hmm. like that coming in, you know, a big name. But, there might uh, be a spin-off from it. They might take a TV show from the film and put it on one of the streaming shows. I think Bloomhouse are just about, let's get it done, get it out and make yeah. money. That's mm. what they're yeah. about. I mean, it's good that they're there, but they're like A24 probably are. If you want good horror, maybe that's where, that's where <laughs> but you sure, go. Even Bloomhouse this year put out Welcome to Bloomhouse, which was for its eight horror movies that they're doing. And it's across 2020 and 2021. So all they right. put out oh, four okay. horror movies onto Prime and they're right. all part of the Welcome to Bloomhouse. And, and what do you uh, think just briefly about like the way cinema is going you know do you, uh, like when this year when have you seen a film in the cinema oh, last, actually myself last year, yeah. Emer were saying that the last film that we probably saw together and it's actually probably yeah. one of the last films that I saw was 2019 and it was Black right. Christmas yeah okay um but Very appropriate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um funnily enough Niall I would say I've had the same experience with movies where I've gone in the cinema nah, and it, Halloween, the new one, I just didn't mm. rate it at all. And then right. when I watched it again, and it was only recent enough, I watched it with Emer um, during one of the ease downs of the lockdown <laughs> and we rewatched it together. And I was like, actually, this is way better than I was giving credit. Right. For. right. So at home, I definitely was able to watch it a lot. I don't know. Yeah. It hit differently. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that. I think we spoke uh, ourselves about the announcement that Warner Brothers are going to release their entire slate, not only in cinemas, but simultaneously uh, for streaming. And the difference between streaming, the streaming experience and watching stuff at home and going to the cinema and making an event of it and going to see Mm. a movie and what, what that means. I mean, the, uh, the fact is, I think that sometimes some movies are better off streamed at home. Yeah. I know that might be a bit controversial, but maybe that's the case. It yeah. kind of um, it's, it's very controversial. Like it. <laughs> but no, I get where I'm coming from because you get scared at home, like you're well, especially zone. horror movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So it's like you, you watch it at home and you think when you're in your safe place. But if you then get freaked out where you are, you're like, well, where you come back as your sanctuary has been mm. now yeah. tainted mm-hmm. by the horror film. So now you feel like as if, oh, God, I'm not safe out. I'm not safe yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. Sinead, Sinead is afraid everywhere. I am afraid everywhere. I am afraid everywhere. But I think it's that it's that collective experience in the cinema I just think you can't beat that like particularly I'm when not it's... I'm not saying that that should you know um, I, and this like I say this is controversial I I still love going to the cinema and I remember the movies I see there but some movies are better at home I think I would say as well, you're no, you're just because you feel um, unsafe at, you know, at the cinema or at home, you, you're probably unsafe at both. If you look at Scream 1, someone murdered at home, Scream 2, someone murdered in a cinema. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You're, yeah. yeah, it could happen either way. Well, yes. Fantasy Island, you're unsafe anywhere. <laughs> unsafe at home, unsafe on an island, unsafe anywhere. <laughs> We have friends. I think it depends on the movie as well. And myself and Emer both have friends who would very much like any kind of superhero movie. They would be going to the best cinema in Ireland to make sure that that's the way they're experiencing it. Yeah. And to be honest, I was always kind of like cinema in the movie, cinema at home. I really don't see the difference until Grace and Hugh made myself and Warren go to um, a really nice cinema and like we're just like look we're just gonna do this and then myself and Warren were kind of like oh my god I wish I could watch every movie in this experience it's lovely mm. well, <laughs> what and what, what film was that, that um you do you know it actually it was I think <laughs> you can tell I'm not a superhero movie kind of person um <laughs> I think it was Shazam is that the right okay yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. What was so it wasn't about? even it was oh it's Blanchardstown and it was like whatever screen. Is that the had, IMAX? That was yeah. You see, there you go. Yeah, it was. Heard Grace talk about it so much. Yeah, mm. and it was like we have another friend, Kerry, and she. They would make sure to go to IMAX to see certain movies. And right. to me, I'm kind of like, ah, it's a movie, is a movie, is a movie. And like I was watching a movie on my phone earlier. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no. I, I've done yeah. that. You know, commuting. I, you know, I yeah. think fair enough if you're commuting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think such... there is there is a, 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 a an argument, I suppose, for going. These movies need to be seen on the big screen, and these ones can just be seen at home, or yeah. they can be seen when you're on commuting on the phone. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, very... no, I suppose like you can't. I mean, like tennis. You know that that has to be seen on the big screen. I would absolutely say so but then you know stuff that i was watching i suppose um during lockdown yeah, yeah. like there is totally fine to yeah. just watch at home yeah no i, I do see what you're i think you're there should about. be but, you know, I love there should be and this maybe there should be more of a conversation between production uh companies and cinemas because cinemas get nothing from showing movies really they yeah. get very little absolutely and there should yeah. be a thing like if yeah, yeah. if we're if we're gonna stream it at the same time then you get all the ticket price and then yeah. the real movie fans will still go out and still have the the fantastic uh experience of yeah. going go and see a movie on the big screen but the people who want to stay at home and ross i know you hate other people in the cinema you would just say <laughs> let them all just stay at home but yeah. uh yeah. you know they will stay at home and watch what they want to watch they won't annoy you I had a pretty good solution to um so I like uh, I was a gift not a final solution right no 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 Jesus um, just I, making I, sure 
I was gifted a, a projector and I have a projector screen in my sitting room now and I haven't watched the TV. Like I wouldn't really watch series anyway or TV much. It'd be mainly films I watch. So I've just been watching things on a big screen in my own house. And it's just the best of both worlds because you have the comfort yeah. of being at home. You don't have other people on their becking phones in the middle of you know, <laughs> or, or, sort of or going, oh, oh, Jesus, where is yeah. he? What's he yeah. going I don't mind people react, <laughs> reacting to movies and that atmosphere is fantastic when you're in a horror movie and everyone gasps at the same time or you're in a comedy and you kind of get caught up in the atmosphere that's the great thing about the cinemas yeah. um, but you know obviously when just I get so and I know it's really pedantic but <laughs> what, what can you do just people on their phones in cinemas wrecked no, my head I, so I, I, I'm with you Ross on that one it's, oh, yeah. it's so like raw oh yeah so rude. it's my blood boil yeah, yeah, yeah. it really does yeah, yeah. And it would it would take it would it would go for me enjoying the cinema to actually just white hot rage. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not I'm, that bad. I'm, I'm exactly. I know. I'm. I am like that. I am that person that, that tells people to shush. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah, I don't mind. Like, yeah, like I don't mind. You are the noisiest person. Yes. No, watch yeah. a movie with. Listen, when it's a horror, that's different. But you All know, right. if so, if someone's there and they're like talking away and laughing away and being really disruptive <laughs> on purpose, and they're not that like was you, like that was not me. Oh, Godzilla together. Ah, no, come on, Godzilla monsters. Yeah. We're all laughing at Godzilla now. Come on. <laughs> I know, but you, but you don't have but to. But you know the way when people are like, they go into the cinema to have a full blown conversation and they, right, right. you know, start taking selfies in the dark and stuff like that. Oh, I will the tell selfies them. in the cinema. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we digress massively. <laughs> we well, do. That does yeah. take me back to someone pulling a Sinead in the cinema. I was also. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's become a thing. Now called pulling a Sinead. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Hereditary and there was a guy. <gasps> Oh, yes. not too far away from me but when it hits the scene with the piano cord um oh god later on or not the piano cord sorry the um just the the wire and uh i just see so because when it comes to the part where just before that when she's hiding up yes in, oh, oh my the, god so some freaky. guy was losing his mind with somebody going she's up there she's up there <laughs> <laughs> that was me oh my god it was me i did that as well <laughs> i really don't, did don't go with Sinead to i her. was like oh my god she's in the dark can you see that oh my god she's there <laughs> And instead of me. being annoyed like I thought I would have been, it actually broke the tension for me. And I just thought right. it was hilarious yeah. that a guy was losing his almighty mind. <laughs> and he was like, oh, God, what is she doing? Where are you Sometimes sometimes it is a communal thing, but sometimes yeah. it's, it's enjoyed best, I think, at home. Maybe. Yeah. And Fantasy yeah. Island. I just don't enjoy it at all. Well, <laughs> I'm actually really excited to go and watch Fantasy Island. You should, you should do. Yeah, welcome to Fantasy Island. Right up my street. Um, and that's from me, Niall, who is the one of the podcasters, one of three from the Real Take, the podcast <laughs> by film fans for films. Let us down now, Rossi. Gonna have jaundice by the end of this. So, Sinead, your 2020 pick. Yeah, so as we mentioned, I am the the absolute wimp of the group. So I was like, what could I sit through that'll be all right? Because uh, uh, I was watching it on my own as well. So it was like, oh, God. Um, so I picked The Invisible Man, um, which is now we, we know, obviously, that there is The Invisible Man from 1933, James Whale, uh, and obviously the, the science fiction novel as well by H.G. Wells. But this um, is the latest, I suppose, in, in, in the kind of reworking maybe uh, of The Invisible Man. So it's just based on it, but it's taken a very different direction. Um, and to be honest, I was expecting something that was going to be quite trashy and predictable and not great. So I was quite surprised by this one. Um, 
it stars Elizabeth Moss, who is great. I'm, I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of hers, really versatile actress. Um, and the opening scene took my attention straight away because it's very much paying homage to Sleeping with the Enemy. Um, mm-hmm. Right down to the location, you know, of the beachside mansion, uh, the whole the whole bed at the start. Um, so we see Cecilia. Uh, that's uh, uh, the main character played by Elizabeth Moss. And she's wide awake in bed waiting for her moment um and you just see her move so slowly and steadily she's planned this moment for a while and you know instantly what she's escaping from uh you know she has a packed bag she has her route planned uh she's really confident and determined she's been waiting for this you know um so she's escaping a violent relationship and all goes really well uh, until the dog follows her out of the house and sets off the alarm and she needs to sprint Uh, basically to escape Um, she gets picked up by her sister Alice and after quite a few sort of heart-stopping setbacks she takes refuge with her childhood best friend James who handy he's a resourceful cop uh, and he lives with his teenage daughter Sydney and so it kind of has this kind of straight away I suppose you know this idea that the the abuse is invisible, um, but very real to her and very much in line with that whole Me Too movement and very much in line with kind of um, this idea that women in this situation, you you know, more often than not, they're not believed. Um, so they're, you know, for now, luckily, you know, the audience is with her every step of the way. We know what's happening to her when she starts getting attacked and stuff like that by the invisible force that we know this is real, that she it's not in her mind, but the rest of the characters kind of think that she's losing, losing the plot a little bit. Um, so what happens is she is married to this, this guy, the husband, really abusive husband. Um, he is this tech genius. And I thought this was kind of a, a, a good way for this to go. Uh, the, the suit that he wears uh, basically yeah. to be invisible. Um, so what happens is she's informed that Adrian, the abusive husband, has died by suicide. Uh, he's left five million dollars to her. And um, her, his brother, Tom, who immediately I was like, Hang on a minute. Tom looks a bit uh, shifty and suspicious. Uh, so he's handling his his uh, brother's estate and inheritance. And, um, you know, she, Cecilia, soon puts the pieces of the puzzle together uh, because Adrian has invented this armor of invisibility. Um, and uh, of course, he starts using this for a really complex scheme uh, of gaslighting and a really sadistic form of revenge for her leaving. Um, and it's just all these little things like um, there's a, a part where she's going for a job interview. So she finally gets, you know, the courage and the bravery to leave yeah. the house and she goes to a job interview and, you know, things are going okay. And uh, she opens her portfolio and she's an architect and she opens the portfolio and there's no drawings there. And you're just in that moment, you're just like, Oh God, you know, you're and actually she, heartbroken for her. Mm. You really are. Cause she's trying so, so much to, to rebuild her life and, and to, you know, I suppose strike back out, out on her own again and, and everything, because obviously you get the impression that this job interview has been a long time coming. You know, she hasn't um, maybe worked in a while because Adrian's very, very wealthy and he strikes me as the type that would want to kind of keep her at home. Very um, controlling. Very controlling, 
very controlling. Um, the, the fear for this, like, again, it's kind of going back to this real life horror in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's so many, particularly now, I think it's been, I know this movie was released just before heavy lockdown and everything, but I suppose now with the massive increase in, in domestic violence cases Absolutely, that we're seeing, yeah. you know, it's so important, this film. And what, what I loved about this is Elizabeth Moss brings this steely, uh, confidence in a way to it as well whilst yeah. the fear is very much there she's strong uh, she's in no way weak in she's this movie of his, at all of his stuff like yeah yeah and it's and and it's this idea of the 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 often silenced trauma from a toxic relationship uh being turned into something that you can relate to in a lot of ways um and 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 you know her pain is amplified to a really excruciating degree throughout this like this woman is in pain constantly right up until the very very final scenes but what it surprised me as well about this was the um like there's one scene in particular i don't want to ruin too much but the shocking violence in the restaurant yeah Um, yeah. i was literally just thinking that yeah you're you're not completely out of nowhere yeah yeah and and yeah I, I just thought it is it, it, I liked as well the fight the fact that um you know the ending of it is kind of like maybe they could go somewhere else with this I don't know it wasn't mm-hmm. all like completely there was number two yeah yes Elizabeth Moss yes. had said she'd do a sequel there's no planned sequel but Elizabeth Moss was like I'd do right. one if, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. but she is great I would watch her or not watch her in a, in a <laughs> <laughs> yes ab- absolutely um but she's you know she i think she's brought an awful lot to this role and like even the way this is choreographed um was done so so well uh i felt it was brilliant like the 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 struggle in the kitchen when she realizes initially also that idea of someone pulling the covers off you an unseen force pulling covers off you in the bed yeah. was so mm. freaking freaky mm. like I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware that we do uh a segment called murder a scene yeah in our in our podcast called yeah the real take the podcast (laughs) by film fans for film fans but as someone who is a trained actor who went and trained um, it's very hard to act against nothing Nothing. yeah which is what i get every week oh oh no (laughs) we gotta think of some more insults Definitely. No, I'm sorry. I'm being very, very unfair. Well, with that, <laughs> incredibly yeah, unfair. That's that is harsh. Um, yeah. Elizabeth Moss had r- requested that the guy who played Adrian, her husband, uh, come in so that she could, even though he wore a green suit, mm. so that uh, she could like she be had looking some, at. Oh, something. that makes sense. And, yeah. But then she just said in a later interview, she's like, oh, I didn't need him. I just love seeing him in a green suit. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, you don't yeah. see much of his face no. at all. Uh, like yeah. he's very, you know, this is not like, um, I'm trying to think, uh, it was in a Kevin Hollow Bacon. It was in yeah. Hollow Man. Yeah, and Hollow very Man. much yeah. keep seeing him. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was really, really well done. And again, very much, it's her movie. You know, yeah. it's very much on her. It goes on. And like by the end yeah. of it, you're like, fuck yes, come on. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a really, really great movie from this year. And I'm just wondering why that film keeps like, you, okay, Frankenstein, Dracula, you can go, yeah, that's a that's a monster we can get out, get into. But this is a, a really, and you talk about Hollow Man, Paul Verhoeven's one, mm. which mm. was very much of its time. But mm. this, I think, is equally 
of now. Yeah, and it's very timely. Really yeah. Great. Yeah. And mm. why is that that idea, I suppose, of, of somebody watching when we're, we're not aware? Why is it so uh, resonant? I suppose oh, it's... it's the rise of technology and yes. that like yep. there's so cameras amazing. everywhere. And, you know, especially even with you have now the bigger even rise of reality TV show mm. uh, that like every element of someone's life in some way or shape or form has been on a TV show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like the the the. I think the director, um, uh, Lee Wan Lee Wanell, yeah, Lee Wanell. Sorry, I knew I wasn't pronouncing that correctly. He's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, he's the guy um, who did Insidious and and he actually wrote Saw as well. Yeah, yeah. And but what he was saying that when he was shooting the film, there's some scenes where it like follows Elizabeth Moss's gaze, and she's looking at an empty room essentially. Mm. And in so so the whole time you're watching the film, you're wondering, is there someone watching right now? Mm. And 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 he was saying in some of those scenes, he's meant to be in those. In other scenes, he's not. But he didn't Mm. reveal which was which. But it just the whole time you're kind of on edge because it could be it could be watching. And um, I I think it's also. your man as well, Oliver. Ja- your your man, Oliver Jackson, Jackson Cohn, who plays the abusive uh, partner in it, and the guy who puts on the visibility suit. Um, like he's only in a very, very short time, and I was like, where do I know that guy from? But he's also in, uh, I think, a, a, a TV series that a lot of people watch over lockdown, which was The Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, oh plays... yes, that's right. And The Haunting yeah. of Hill House. It's pretty. The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, I love. Yeah. I, I loved the two of those. Yeah, very mm. good. Yeah, and he was from, he I was, was just gonna say I I think it's a very different movie. Um, mm. if you're watching it as um as a man or a woman, mm. I think. Yeah, I suppose you you take different yeah. things from yeah. it. Yeah, the gaslighting thing. I think it was a really smart choice they made. I was very much um like Sinead, you know, when I was going into it, I said, ah, this will probably be a serviceable but unsatisfying thing. But the whole, you know, the whole, they used it as uh, to kind of illustrate gaslighting and domestic abuse. And that was just, I just thought that was a really, really smart decision. And yeah. it, it, it gave so much more uh, weight to the movie. Oh, yeah. And I think yeah. that's why it will maybe stand up there uh, as opposed to, as you mentioned, you know, Hollow Man and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and and it's it goes back to this thing that we don't see it, but it is happening all of the time and you don't know where it might be happening. And I think that's the that's the really key thing uh, to, to, to take from it. But um, again, yeah, I, I I will watch Elizabeth Moss and anything. I think she's an unreal actress who's done great. You know, yeah. amazing mm. roles throughout her career. Um, I think I was introduced to her actually in um, uh, what's that girl interrupted um, oh yeah, she's the disfigured girl in in uh, she's the girl with the that's oh, right. got the the scars on her face and stuff like that. In um, isn't that one with Angelina Jolie? Yeah, and yeah, Winona Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and the she's, West Wing. I remind her. I remember her from. She's great in that. As yeah, the president's daughter. She's had quite yeah. the career. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and it's funny, Ross, that you were talking about gaslighting because they were doing like a play on words in the film. Because once we know that Adrian isn't dead, is because he turns on the gas. Yes. The, oh, yes. Hand, he does. And then yeah. he turns the lights on and off a lot. Yes. So it was the oh. gas lighting. So they were just putting in all these little tidbits. Clues. Yeah. That's very yeah. clever, actually. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's very good. Straight over my head. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very good. And it was one of the first invisible man films where it wasn't that a man became invisible. He was mm. making himself invisible. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, all of the time yeah like yeah. I mean mm. how long is he working on that suit and d- did he know that mm. like that she was going to escape at some point did he let her you know think she was gonna be free he could have even you know? needed yeah. to spy on her in their own home yeah like, he wanted yeah. to yeah. her so much and know everything she was doing so his whole mm. thing might have been just that in the future he'd use it to spy on her and then spy on others mm. yeah mm. yeah absolutely oh it is it actually that is one of the most terrifying things Mm. Um, Ross, what has been your <laughs> 2020? Can you top yes. it, Ross? <laughs> no, to, to be fair, to be fair, I, I think that's probably one of the best uh, horror yeah. movies. As you yeah. said, a lot of more pushed off or delayed. Um, but it was interesting. Ganima was saying there about how people's lives, you know, like to be cataloged, and there's a, a need to be constantly watched, and that kind of comes into my my next. Uh, my, the the film I picked and it's it's called Follow Me, um or it's some in some areas it's known as No Escape, and um, it's it, it's basically the, the the movie is it follows Keegan Allen um Keegan Allen he's playing Cole Turner you might know Keegan Allen he's in the TV series uh, Pretty Little Liars but he's playing this oh, obnoxious yeah. um like social media. Um, playing this obnoxious kind of social media influencer. And at the start of the movie, he's saying, look, I'm celebrating 10 years of cataloging my life. Um, and to kind of engage his audience, he he goes for like extreme trills, whether it be, um, you know, extreme sports or uh, into kind of scares or, you know, haunted houses and all that sort of stuff. He just loves kind of pushing the, the envelope out a little bit to kind of keep his his listeners engaged. And um, for this, Will Wernick, who's the, who's the director, um, he he kind of goes, he, he treads a similar ground, which he did in his, uh, a previous movie, which was Escape Room from 2017. So this movie is very, Ooh, very yeah. similar. Mm. In kind of in kind of what it does. The man so does like a good escape room. Yeah, he does like but all like it seems like all his movies are around escape rooms. He must have had one terrifying experience in a, an <laughs> escape room and decided to base his filmography on that. <laughs> um, so basically, one of uh, one of Keegan Allen's friends, we we start the movie with him recording a message to his followers online, talking about how he wants to push the boat out. He's celebrating ten years of being an influencer, and it's revealed he's on a flight on a first class first class flight on his way to Russia. And it transpires that one of his friends has basically set up a surprise for him. He wants something really, really special, or uh, special for the for the to, to mark the occasion. And they say they're going over to Moscow in Russia, or as Americans say, Moscow in Russia. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and on the flight they reveal that it's going to be an escape room. Surprise, surprise. And he is a little bit let down, obviously, at the start, because he's kind of done escape rooms before, and he thinks it's a bit mild. He was looking for to go out with a, or to have a real big um dramatic event to, to market but um they talk him around and say no look I've, I've been assured that this there's nothing like this out there whatsoever it's going to be like nothing you've ever experienced so when they arrive um in 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 russia um they meet um a mysterious uh, well a stranger to most of them called alexi he has been kind of communicating with one of the group and um they had kind of he, he's very much um He's very much like a, a, you know, a rich Russian party lifestyle kind of guy. And he had met one of his associates previously that spent time on a yacht together. 
And uh, he was uh, insisting that Alexei will kind of look after them when they get to Russia. And they get to Russia, they meet Alexei. Uh, one of them's been arrested for acting the bollocks, basically, in the airport. And Alexei kind of comes in and talks to the two cops. And they very quickly back away and let his friend go. So, you know, Alexei, there's a bit more power to him, maybe, than you, you might have first thought. First thought. Um, so as it transpires... They, they 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 go out and they go to he brings them to a nightclub they're all having a great time uh, it's very clear that the main star keegan allen is an ob really obnoxious and he just really loves like videoing everything he'd be in a nightclub he'd be videoing himself and because of that he he starts talking to two fans and you know vidding videoing the interaction because of that he misses what's going on behind him which is two russian uh, real rough looking guys start to talk to um, his girlfriend um, and uh, another friend of theirs and then the guys start getting really aggressive uh, eventually he's kind of not paying attention but it's pointed out to him so he runs back and and, and tries to separate them but the the situation escalates a gun is pulled a knife is pulled Alexei who his bodyguards kind of come in with guns very much calm the situation down but the Russian guys who transpires are kind of gangsters leave with a threat saying we're going to get you um so that's the the setup before they go in to the escape room um so they get to the escape room and uh alexi assures them look everything that's going to happen is staged there's going to be no harm coming to you that's what i want you to know i've done this experience before and it's just one of the best experiences of my life so then they take them all in separately and um, uh, the, the main star, Cole Turner, he's taken away from his friends and he's left into a room with a dead body in it. And he has, Ooh, to, he has to kind of, yeah, he's going to figure out how to escape and stuff like that. And it, I find I, the thing I found really, really unusual was he doesn't hesitate at all. He, he sees an X marked on the dead body and he goes, oh, I guess there must be something in here. And he immediately picks up a knife <laughs> that's there and cuts him open. There was wow. no hesitation at all. <laughs> like, and he was saying, oh, maybe it's a, like a, you know, a model or, you know, something mm -hmm. like that does on the freak about. But he doesn't really seem to check much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he immediately goes for it and he's putting his hand through guts and everything like that. And he's like, oh, cool. This is, <laughs> this this is so great. You know, this is so real. Uh, of course, the whole time the, the, the whole event is being recorded, of course, and streamed out live to his fans. So um, he, he gets through into the first room. He sees that his friends are kind of set up in a very much like saw type uh, traps like one's in an Iron Maiden that's slowly closing. The other has his arms raised up in shackles, and that they're they're getting higher and higher. It's like his ha his hands are going to be taken out of their sockets. Um, and then he has he sees his girlfriend. His girlfriend's in a, in a water tank or in a tank that begins to slowly fill up with water. Another friend is is an electric chair, and they have to solve the puzzle. So it's very much like Crystal Maze then, um, but like Saw as well. So dangers. Uh, dangers amping up and amping up and he has to solve it and there of course everyone gets freaked out at this stage and uh, people are in pain very much and he's they start saying look this has gone too far this has gone too far let us out but they hear no response from Alexi and they decide they have to kind of continue playing on it gets ridiculously over the top so it's very much and from there from there they have to kind of try to figure a way to get out with uh, and avoid harm but it's very much um you know it starts at the start of it i was thinking this is it's going to be an interesting of um critique into kind of social media mm. and you know people who live their life in a kind of vain way uh, uh people who very much catalog everything they do um 
And there's a bit of that in the movie, especially between himself and the girlfriend, like when she's kind of getting um, assaulted. Well, not assaulted. You know, she's kind of people being rough with her in the yeah. in the nightclub, and he doesn't notice. And later on, um, he he was wondering, oh, did we get that on camera and stuff like that? So it was it was. I thought they were going to go down that route a little bit more, but it transpired. It turned into a kind of saw-like copy, saw kind of movie, and then it went into hostile um, type movie, um, pretty much follows the rules of that fairly clearly it's it's like this movie doesn't have a wikipedia page you know so it's not like a well-known movie uh, <laughs> i don't like, i don't yeah. have one but I, and i'm great yeah but it, it's like it was it was an in, it was a really interesting watch and there's a or how do we feel about uh spoilers ah, we're okay hilarious. with them I Anyone think you're going to say that it's not a great movie. Well, so you, you are, no. yeah, you are kind of making no, me not want to watch it. So <laughs> there is, well, yeah, there's a major spoiler in there, which actually makes it interesting. Oh, it's an interesting watch in that in that regard. Oh, okay. You know, the first first thing is because it was about social media, obnoxious social media influencers. I was like, great. I can't watch. To, I can't wait to get these people being all murdered. You know, I was looking forward to it. Um, but as it went on, you were like, ah, actually, that's a bit. That's a bit much, isn't it? You know, so you start to feel bad from uh, going through it. Uh, here's the big spoiler, okay? This so the spoil like the film is very much saying, oh look, it's clear that something's happened to Alexi, and now now you know we're actually in real danger. Uh, as it transpires, it is all part of the panic room and his friends are very much in on the joke okay but that's still, not that's yeah. not a spoiler that's, that's not a spoiler yeah. that's kind yeah. of yeah. well yeah. That's, just like, that's what i thought you were telling me the yeah whole time. yeah but there's scenes in it though where there's gratuitous violence like his friends eh, pretending to be you know part of this put really true to ringer they they there's one who they're two of them pretend to get killed and tortured arms cut off getting shot okay. in the head false right. executions yeah. it's all right it's ridiculously traumatic i don't know how yeah. you could be friends with well, anyone doing Sinead, like that. you're a friend of ross i'm a friend of ross mm. i'd do that for a panic room <laughs> yeah and to get shot and have my arms cut off can i just and... say if i if it was i'm kind of like just freaked out about escape rooms like in <laughs> general because i would be so shit at solving the clues you would okay. all be dead if it was like have you, you seen know? the mm. movie escape room have no. any of you no which no. one there was there's a couple well, mm. there, well there's one that came out i think 2017 last, yeah. 2017 and a sequel that's coming out but i no, saw no, no, recently... there's actually two separate films but two separate directors oh, okay well i think the bloom house one is the one i'm i'm talking mm. about have anybody seen that no, no. It's, oh, it's, it's quite good. Like it is. Like yeah. It it very much like Fantasy Island. It is very much people get into a place. They have to, you know, get out of that place. Like yeah. a lot of horror movies. Horror movies is just people going into a place, get out of the place. Yeah, but, but this <laughs> one though, this one though was like I thought. It, what what it, what kind of freaked me out so much was how closely it had followed almost, you know, to, to the same script, almost, Saw and Hostel. Yeah. Like, okay. it, 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 it's, it's Americans being afraid of other countries, Yeah, uh, is okay. a lot of it. Um, so you have the Saw element, and as soon as they escape the Saw element, it, the rest of it is exactly like the first um, Hostel movie. You mentioned Eli Roth earlier on, and it's, it's exactly the same as, as that. They're torturing people, but instead of people paying to torture, it's people 
in 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 this in in this area it's people actually paying to watch people being tortured online oh, okay. um mm. so it's very 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 similar to hostel in that regard like it is it is an interesting idea and they probably could have went a, a, you know had went a further down that rabbit hole so to speak but it is very much a carbon copy i think in mm. of hostel and saw put together right. there's also a 90s movie i think it's it's 80s or 90s i can't remember i think one of the sheens are in it um but it it's almost the exact same thing where um he's this millionaire he's this guy who's got loads of money and they mm. don't know what to get him for his birthday and they get oh, him this escape room. no that's, that's Michael game, game isn't it game, oh. yeah. that's the game. game michael david Douglas. fincher michael Douglas. yeah okay. yeah yeah. And but then everyone's in on it at the end as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's very similar. So, but the, the the thing, the, the other the other twist is the other twist is he escapes, and your man's about to say, "Hey, it's a joke," and he goes over and he beats him to death <laughs> just before oh. other. <laughs> Oh no! Now yes. you've really spoiled it. Yeah, <laughs> just before his friends say, and then they come out and they're like, "What are you doing?" But I think it's justified, and maybe in a court of law you could get away with it because, <laughs> you know, he, is, he knew it was he knew that it was a joke anyway. He just really wanted to kill him. Yeah, well, oh, to be fair, who, anyone who anyone who's who speaking, who's who's it? I'm just trying to work out. Are you? Oh, going yeah, to your man. Who, is your this man who was my present? Like, I, I mean, I won't, but I definitely could. Okay. <laughs> Get away. But that reminds me of the that. film April Fool's Day. Um, that mm. was where they were out for someone's party, like a rich girl's party on an island, and everyone starts to die. And then mm. just when the last couple think that, like, as if they're about to die, everyone wasn't dead. And it was just uh-huh. one big wow. joke against this one couple. I'm like, they are some terrible friends. They yeah. thought that everyone had been slaughtered. Yeah, and yeah. The, imagine the psycholog- psychological damage that would be done, you know, irreparable mm. damage. Oh, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And, oh, yes. I don't know how those people, like, when they wake up and they think that they've, like, killed people in a car crash or yeah. that the zombie apocalypse has actually happened. I'd love to know the follow on from one of those. Things. Yeah, he's a duty of care there, surely. There has to be some kind of after mental health care, doesn't there? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay, legally, there has to be. Can I actually just say really mm. quickly? Sorry, another thing. This I is now he'll be he'll be on for this another is him hour. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, goes, can like, I just say really quickly? And then... he's like Columbo. Yeah. Just one more thing. Just one more thing. I will just say one that. More thing. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I will say that it is a really gory movie. There's some really, really gory scenes in there. And I suppose gore, like, how, or what you call it? Um, uh, gore, uh, what's it called? That, where it's like porn. Torture oh. porn. Torture, torture porn, porn. Oh, no, yes. No, no, torture. Oh, yeah. yeah, torture porn, like, was really, really Snuff popular movies. in the, in the oh, noughties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, like, I, I think it's kind of fallen out of favor a little bit now. And it was so unusual to see that kind of movie um, still be, yeah, still being made. I know obviously Chris Rock's doing Saw and that's going to be, you know, re- re- release, uh, re- released in the future as well. But it's weird because it was, this was very much like, fe- very much felt like a movie that would have been much more uh, like in keeping with the naughties. Kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would have fit in there perfectly because that, you know, I'm I'm not mad about um torture porn. I think no, it's kind of no, very no. baseline. Like when I was a teenager, I was like, this is disgusting, class. Yeah. But now I'm very much like, <laughs> now I'm very much like, ah, that looks really painful. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I got I definitely I grew more. I went at it like a paper cut. I couldn't imagine like what they'd be coming up against. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I hate paper cuts so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is the harm in paper cuts? 
I tried uh, to ring in sick before because of a paper cut. Well, what, <laughs> what would the horror movie no about paper cuts be called? Oh, have you seen Death by a Thousand Cuts? Reams. Yeah. Reams. It's have you seen Jackass where they do where they do it in the Jackass no. movie? Yeah, no, it's horrible. Seen, oh, they do they do they do paper cuts. They open in their hands your up fingers, in yeah. between your fingers. Yeah. One guy does it. Yeah, one guy does it between in between his toes. Oh Jesus! Oh. Yeah. So what what's it called then? The there is, is a Jack, movie Jack. called Would You Rather? And the cover for it, it's not paper, but it's a very thin blade up against an oh, eye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And a woman I know at work got a paper cut on her eyeball. <laughs> that actually happened oh, to my huh. mom. What? She was looking by. at a book really closely. Was <laughs> she was, she was walking by and somebody moved um, a newspaper and flicked oh. it off. And it, the, all the pages went into her eye. Oh, God. Well, the stuff around eyes and, and paper cuts around eyes or razor cuts, like that's been around for years. Like in that 1929 movie, was it Unchien Andalou? And um, they have that part where they put a, a razor blade. Sorry, Ross. Where did you get, get that from? I, I remember. That one? Sorry? That's He's not in your, in your DVD. Yeah, that's not in your DVD collection. You can't just oh, pull I, that out and say, oh, Sean Andalou, come on. You've Googled that. No, I, no I, actually, I actually did see it. I saw it when no, I was in, I'm I saw out, it when I was I'm in college. Out. I'm leaving this yeah. now. <laughs> Look, he doesn't like, he doesn't like Franco-Spanish silent surrealist <laughs> short films. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He likes to be the know-it-all. Yeah, guy. That's my, yeah. that's my yeah. vibe, yeah. Yeah, Ross yeah, can't yeah. come out with unshot yeah, the, the film historian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, there you go. My USB. And I was surprised he didn't bring it up. That's why I, I said it. But in that movie <laughs> as well, there's, yeah, there's there's a it, it, there's a short clip of a woman's eye being opened and then a razor blade oh, being brought to it, and then yes. they cut to I think it was. Yeah, a dead we've all we've person. all seen it, Ross. We've all seen it. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen it. And nice. they and they put the razor blade through the well. It's a dead goat, so you know. But it, oh. like the, the the cut itself, you know, it's it's quite yeah yeah. Spoiler alert. Is Could I be adopted exactly by your podcast? Do. Could I maybe just be on your podcast and leave the other two? Because, oh my oh, god! Wow. You can I feel take like we're on take X factor, and we're like <laughs> seriously. Okay, we'll take. We're gonna you. steal. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a uh, little mix. Was that? What's that listen, thing? Listen, I, I no think idea. if you're going to steal anyone, okay. it's got to be me. You know, make it a, an all-female lineup. No. You know, oh no, <laughs> don't leave. Oh, and no. it's like, you know, Dude. it's it's so nice to be, you know, talking to other females because normally I'm <laughs> haranguing these two into line every week. You know what I mean? <laughs> We are if we had Niall in ours, we could have it like a little side segment called Niall's Notions. Niall's yeah. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. yes. Niall has it. notions. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and I have a spare hour every week to do Niall's Notions. And there I would have go. a pipe in my, I'd do a video thing. I'd go, welcome. I actually think Niles that would Notions. be so good. Mm, that would work. Yeah. I've been thinking work. this week about XXX. Anyway, sorry. And Shade, <laughs> we'll bring you in for the times that myself and Emer get very into women's issues Jordan. all right yeah. i just don't <laughs> really like it we get from i get angry i get okay. very angry um right. in our um black That's christmas okay, episode i got okay. quite angry in our halloween episode to... i got very angry rob zombie not a friend of mine 
Many All of right. the hours burnt that oh, day. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. I have thoughts Niall, about Police Niall, Academy. If, but... Niall, blink, blink if you want to get out of their podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think it's okay. fantastic. I once heard, I <laughs> once heard Niall what, say... We, we, need, we need to get into this kind of stuff. <laughs> oh. See, this is what I have to put up with. That's yeah. why I need an all-female podcast. <laughs> no, we'll be yeah, the new yeah. Charlie's Angels, Niall. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> right, Grace, I think it's just up to you now. What is your top film of the year? My top film of the year um, was Host. And I know I've spoken about yes. it before. Um, I actually watched it with Ross for the first time. Myself, Ross and Warren. Again, mm. when lockdown eased i always feel like i need to give that with it we weren't breaking rules i promise we were actually in mm. different rooms yeah um, it was weird you invited over to my house and then i had to sit in the kitchen and watch you <laughs> ross they're <laughs> just being nice but uh you're out of the family yeah that's terrible um but yeah so host actually it's it's on his streaming site um on shutter which is something i signed up to this year so it's it's essentially netflix and prime just for horror um so there's lots of different horror on there and um from many different parts of the world but this film actually came from the director and screenplay rob uh, savage he played a prank on his friends during a zoom call and he said that there was something in his attic and he was being attacked and he didn't tell them that this was going to happen and from his reactions from the reactions he got from his friends he kind of went this would make a great film and he contacted Shudder and he was like look I have this great idea and uh, they ran with it so it is 56 minutes long um it's the the actual call is the same amount of time or as a zoom call and we have recorded this on zoom so even the the knowledge (laughs) that the fear i'm laughing because yeah each time because if people are listening they will know we have gone well over (laughs) (laughs) we definitely we're we're not popular enough to have money to put into this podcast so we don't have the Uh, do you have a patreon i could plug Uh, that we don't yet (laughs) okay but we we do at the real take the real take podcast no we don't have a patreon the real take podcast (laughs) (laughs) my goodness but yeah so host is um these six friends they decide to go on uh, to a zoom call and each time they have to have a different activity so one of the girls has decided this time that she is going to host a virtual seance so um Haley is the friend who gets this going um, so she plans it and um, they have somebody come on sailing and she comes on and she starts this seance over Zoom um, and it all goes fairly tits up fairly quickly. Um, one of the friends decides that it's not going as it's not as interesting as she wanted and um, she invents a spirit which invites in a demonic spirit to the to the chat so it's this really um different and interesting take on it's the paranormal activity of our time I kind of think um or of this time because I think the paranormal activity was actually the paranormal activity of my time (laughs) um (laughs) 
so it's just really really great um kind of concept and idea like it was um completely filmed over zoom um during the pandemic so um it's really current like there's there's a lot of um kind of jokes somebody coughs during it and they're like oh coronavirus and um but there's a it's just it's terrifying I actually find it Mm. really really scary um there's a lot of kind of tension and jumps in it yeah I it's won awards already um it has actually got a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes Wow. Um, It's it's on the list of when I asked my friend who's a massive horror fan, if he could, you know, throw me some names of movies that I could mention tonight to make me look better, (laughs) (laughs) you know, more knowledgeable. And it's on that list. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, and it's such a yeah. timely, it's such a timely movie. Like it's, it was it, because it was made so quickly. It kind of came out when everyone was kind of catching their breath, uh, you know. And like load of films were delayed. He kind of really took advantage of the the time and the situation we're all in. And that that's why I think it was so great. We were in lockdown watching a movie about people stuck in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was fantastic. Yes. And like I think you know to come up with a film when you can't actually film things properly like I mean I think it's really pushing people who are creative anyway um, yeah. to work around all these obstacles and yeah. I, I think that's very exciting to watch filmmaking like that um, where you're they're going okay we're in this situation how can we use these new tools and like let's push ourselves yeah. creatively let's challenge ourselves I love all like that, that, kind of stuff. that but it's so hard and there is a, a kind of and I suffer from, I don't know about you guys, but I suffer from a little bit of, I should be more creative now in lockdown. I should be oh, doing yeah, yeah. more things, you know. Yeah, I have I access you're not to suffering exactly, from that, you're not human. Yeah, yeah I exactly. have access to exactly the same tools as everybody else. I have a laptop, I have a, you know, access to Zoom or whatever. So why am I not making a movie like... Uh, like the host or because it's you know, the, done. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, no, I know. I know. It yeah. takes a bit of uh, creativity and that kind of that like imagination to do mm. something. Like and that. also like, as you're saying as well, because an awful lot of people just kind of, you know, I think like you, Niall, suffered from that. Oh God, I'm not, you know, doing what I need to be doing. And yeah. all these people have yeah. completed all these things. But I think a lot of people as well, when lockdown happened, it made us all slow down and it, it's very hard to get motivated. Do you know, like when you're kind of going, well, I don't know when I think this is going to lift and how oh, am she's, I going to... She's gone you know, into her, her radio uh, yeah, mode. Yeah, she's gone into her so. radio thing. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, the back to host. We're talking I'm sorry, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You guys, what the fuck? You're talking about opening up an eyeball with a razor and all sorts of movies that you didn't watch. And I'm talking about trying to relate to Niall on some sort of level. Okay, oh, okay. that's fine. If you enjoy this kind of banter, then please subscribe to the, oh my God. the Real Take podcast. It's the podcast for film fans, by film fans. I think I got that wrong. It's by film fans. Yeah, you totally did. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But the, the thing about hosts as well, you know, it's it obviously like the budget on that was really, really minimal. I will, mm. I would have probably have guessed. Um, and, you know, I think that like if you look at horror movies in the last couple of years in particular, like the Blair Witch was on a nutting kind of uh, yeah. a, a nutting budget. Then you had Paranormal Activity, which was made for absolutely like you know really 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 cheap so sometimes limitations like that actually help you to be more creative yeah and it was interesting as well like these were made by people who 
are in a way more accessible which makes it to me so much cooler like I, I remember, that it's it's being made it's it's a product that's being made by people like you for people like you yeah absolutely and you kind of feel like you're you're a bit more involved like you can you're it's exactly what's happening at the moment mm. um mm. i know probably Emer, if this was happening when we were younger we would 100 percent be on like trying to invoke some spirit or something like oh, that Jesus, but yeah. then yeah can i ask um anybody here have they done a ouija board have they yes Okay. I did a really crappy homemade one. Uh, yeah, yeah. That only no. gets the crappy spirits, does it? <laughs> well, I was like, my husband at the, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, and he was just uh, he invoked a spirit. He's like, uh, I'll do anything if this could just stop. And it was because the electricity went out. Next day, the TV went back on. I was like, well, thank God, the spirits finally doing us a solid. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a movie called Ouija. Have you seen that? That's yes. quite good. Yeah. yeah. The sequel is even better, my... I think, than the original. Right. Okay. Or than the first. Yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to do a Ouija, and I'm like, I'm not. I don't. I don't have any like. Uh, I'm not superstitious. I don't really believe in any religion or any anything like ghosts or anything like that. You know, I love the stories, but being Irish, there's still that whole ah. I, you know, I'll bless myself if I see a black cat yeah. just out of, you know, right. <laughs> habit or something. Do you know, or if you, or you'll, uh, you I won't walk under a ladder or something. Like magpie. No yeah, yeah absolutely. My That's mother it, yeah. always does that. She's waving yeah. like an eagle at birds, and I'm going, What's going on? <laughs> Seriously, what is this? Well, I'm right there beside her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'd never do a Ouija board. Um, <laughs> Ouija board. Bird. <laughs> Ouija board. Uh, I, again, I'm going to reiterate this. I am the wimp of the group. I would just be too afraid it would actually work. And yeah, no, no. Oh, I'm the Thanks. exact same as you. We did one when we were younger. Again, going back to the fact that genuinely we thought we were part of the craft. Um, and we like I remember there's a scene in the craft where they talk about all thinking something and it yes. happening and myself and my friends stood at our bottom green and like this guy moved his head and I, we were all like oh my god did you like think move your head <laughs> I was like I did and our other friend Grace was like oh my god I did and Shauna was like so did I and we were like oh my god we're actually witches and um, oh, so from then we really honed in on our craft so we went into the Ouija board um, but yeah I do remember we did the Ouija board and I can't remember anything that came out of it only for the fact that we came downstairs and there were like pots and pans all over the place but the boys knew yeah. Oh, we were doing it. Yeah, and Shauna's house you can walk in and out of. Um, but I'm convinced our house at the moment that I live in is haunted. Really? Uh, it's really That's weird. Here. Right? That's it's here. really, really stupid. Um, but our doorbell keeps going. Like, and okay. poor Emer will know from standing outside her house. Ah. Her doorbell is quite stiff. Um, and it's Ooh. hard to get it to ring probably sometimes um but right. it keeps like sticking and ringing for a good like 10 seconds and um every time we go out there's nobody there and I was like right okay it's just sticking that's fine and every time our office is now beside our office like our work from home situation is mm. right beside our door and um so people don't have enough time to run away from the door like I know that there's <laughs> nobody there and then yesterday somebody very clearly knocked on the door like proper right on the front yeah. door I was actually what was I watching I was watching something at the time and then today I was watching host again 
Mm. And wiring was right. out and um, the handle, I could hear the handle go down. And I was like, oh, obviously wiring's home. And um, then a couple of minutes later, I got a phone call from my brother-in-law and um, I got up and the girls were at the door. And I was like, oh, have you been there long? And they're like, no, literally, we just got here. And I was like, oh, you tried to open the door. And they're like, no. I'm, you see, I'd be a cartoon cut out in the wall. I'd be gone. Like, <laughs> see you later. Um, no can way. I, can I just ask? I've done a lot of uh, product placement tonight. Yes. But can I ask? Have you been troubled by spooks, specters, or ghosts? Yes. <laughs> Only like, true which, film fans will will know what. Which what that genre is. do I like? Who do I call? Which one do I call? Uh, well, well, uh, like, do I um, call uh, the newer version? Just, no, just, or, just no, old just all the way. Sub, like and subscribe the Real Take podcast. The podcast. <laughs> we'll find out which one to call. Film fans, yeah, and oh. you know we'll sort it out for you. Yeah. Well, I won't sort anything out. I'll let you two go in and I'll just stay in the car. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So for me, kind of paranormal things really, really freak me out. They really scare me. So host was definitely up there. I did watch, um, we were talking about the Welcome to Bloom House and I did watch two Mm. of them. And unfortunately, one is actually 2018, which I think is such a cop out. I'm like, oh, I thought they were all 2020. (laughs) A really great one called The Lie, which was, it was kind of premiered in, um, 2018 but it's very good I would definitely recommend right. going. it's more of a thriller it's kind of um Sinead you'd definitely be able for it okay um it's very cool this girl um she kills her best friend and okay is the um the story of how far two separated parents will go to to um right. protect their child now, Sinead, um, if you had to kill either me or Ross, which one? <laughs> Listen, it wouldn't bother me, to be honest. I know. Fair <laughs> right. I could just blindfold myself and yeah. slash away. Either one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just kind of jab your way through. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> might know, actually get both, depending where they are. Good enough. <laughs> there was another one as well with the blue man. I know. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to choose. <laughs> It's too late. It's far too late. Go on with Bloomhouse there. Um, there was one called Evil Eye and um, it is this girl um, she's living in America um, her parents live in India and um, she's looking, her mother is very much pressuring her to get married and possibly look at a um, arranged marriage and she finds somebody that um, she falls in love with but it's a very very quick kind of romance and they move in together very quickly but the mother has come from a previous relationship before she met her father a very violent relationship and um, that person tried to she left the relationship and she met this girl's father and they got married and she was pregnant and the man found her again and she killed him so this new guy the mother feels is the reincarnation of this man Ooh. who tried to kill her while um, she was pregnant with her daughter. And it's an excellent movie. It's yeah, really I only good. saw the trailer for it, but it looks mm. amazing. It's fab. It really, really And do you think good. is that the future now, that kind of streaming short form movie kind of stuff? Yeah, I think so. But it depends what you're looking for. These are definitely more kind of, I would think, they're not the movies I would usually go for, actually, to be honest. Hosted. Right. But these mm, other yeah. ones aren't. They're more the kind of um, I'm a slasher girl. Fan. 
Okay. Yeah, I love slasher. I'm very similar to Sinead in terms of kind of teen movies. Um, so any slashers, they're my go-to movies. Um, it, a lot of the Bloomhouse stuff that isn't actually these ones, the more kind yeah. of, um, that you, the popcorn horror. I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, which have you seen you... Babysitter too? I've not seen that yet. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. yeah. So That's though. actually brilliant. And is it okay? I'll, all right. Maybe yeah. I'll watch that straight away after this. It's really good. Meaning, meaning to watch it. I really enjoyed the first one. I was. We did our. Good. Yeah. And you can cut this out. Um, uh, we did our uh, Christmas episode recently, and I recommended. And these guys hadn't seen it. Uh, you, uh, what was it? Uh, better watch out. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, have you seen uh, that? No, That's Christmas horror movie. Really? Oh no. no, you will love it. If you love the babysitter, you will love Better Watch Out. Oh, I've heard. Yes, it's like Home Alone, but she's protecting. The Absolutely. Yeah. Is it an Australian one? It was made. It's set in America, but it was okay. made in Australia. Oh, yeah. okay. It's yes. brilliant. I look. Okay. You will. You will text me and thank me for okay. recommending. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Right, I've actually seen that because we did it. We did it. Um. Christmas one as well where we did um a couple of them and Emer did three separate movies where I did oh, really? um the three versions of Black Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and what were Emer's three separate movies? I'm I talking about Black films so Oh, and, very good. Yeah. Uh, I did a, on Netflix it was one called Holidays which uh, just answer is don't watch it. Um <laughs> and then I did Oh God, Grace! What else did I do? It was like wasn't an Icelandic movie. Oh yeah, Rare oh. Export. Oh, that's really good. Rare it's Export. Fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Anyway, I I, yes. I actually haven't seen it, but it sounds amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Then, it's based on a short movie, and then they expanded it into a, a full length. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's oh, really good. It's... Yeah. Yeah, like it would don't show it to kids ever. No, 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 it's not a family film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the last one I watched was um follow on to the craft, so the craft legacy. And that was definitely not a horror. Um, it's a lot more kind of it is kind of this really nice teen movie. It's very girl power, which right. I love. Is Dave Duchovny in that? Yes. Um, okay, so he's a dad, yeah. He's a dad. Um, he actually, you can kind of tell there's something with him. Right. Early on. He's a little bit. Mm. This is um, like the girl power movie that you want with witches. It's very much like as cheesy as um, Charmed. Okay. Um, oh, I love Charmed. Yeah, yep. it's fab. Like now, the remake, on... remake Sinead or the original? <laughs> my you know, well, you know my jam by now, come on. <laughs> um, but no, this is a really nice follow-up. Um, like, I'm kind of like, is it a spoiler? I don't know if it is a spoiler, but if you look into the name of it, Legacy, obviously somebody's related okay. to somebody. Um. Uh. But yeah, it is great. It's really lovely. It's these lovely girls together. It, like I know if I had seen it when I was younger, I was like, it was a movie of girls that I would have loved to have seen. That okay. it was kind of uh, like, cool. yeah. And it's funny. It was actually quite sweet. I was reading up about it, and only one of the girls. There was one of the girls, the main girl actually, Lily. 
she was the only one who out of the cast of the coven who hadn't practiced witchcraft before and i just oh so cute because as i said i genuinely thought i was a witch when i was a child um <laughs> that's a really sweet thing and um as much as the first movie was huge for me when i was a young girl I was like this is going to be a big movie for a lot of young girls so it's like this is nice it's nice to see it but it's very woke oh well that's not necessarily a bad thing no no it's not at all it's lovely Um, you know this is for a different generation you know yeah I mean I'm not there's yeah, actually I'm a moment in it where one of the girls, she gets her period and like there's a lot of period jokes and everything. And one of the other girls, they're really kind to her about it. Right. And it's just really nice. And um, it's just a moment where every girl can really, really relate to it. But there's one bit where one of the girls in the group turns around and she's just like, oh, my cramps are really bad. And the other girl is like, oh, I can't relate. And I, when I looked up, she's a trans actress oh. and I was like this is really cool like they're not like yeah. this brought into the normalizing kind of yeah it's, it's just, just so normal mm. and yeah. it was so lovely and yeah shows how much we moved on when you look at something like Carrie you know like the, yeah. the attitude yeah. and kind of Carrie although we all in that obviously the, the mother was very kind of repressed and repressed a child oh, yeah. but even even since then the fact that they were kind of teasing her and throwing uh, mm. tampons and stuff at her like you wouldn't see they tell that. her to plug it up well yeah. Yeah, exactly. the thing is, she actually is massively teased for it like by certain oh, right. people but mm. it's so nice these girls then come in and they're just like Support here's a pair her. of shorts yeah. It happens to us all. It's yeah. all good. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, these are girls. And there's another part where, where another girl actually does say to her, she's like, oh, there's a bathroom down the way. And another girl just is like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, you must feel great for shaming another girl. And I was just like, okay, this is cool. This is very yeah. cool. Um, but it was nice. It was, yeah, not horror at all. <laughs> Definitely didn't have the scary bit. That right. uh, the the first class would have had yeah because that that scared the bajani yeah, out of me as well really I mean I think was. I watched it kind of I would must have been what age say maybe about maybe about fifteen or so mm-hmm. something oh, like that um, so old you are old <laughs> um, but uh, yeah the oh, I can never pronounce her name the lead one that plays yes. Yes, her. She's just, she has that terrifying face to oh, say. She is. Anyway, like, yeah. she's brilliant, she, though. She's really good. She's brilliant, yeah. brilliant and, in it. Yeah. You know, that it is a, a terrific movie, but it, it's great mm. to see like reboots and remakes are not necessarily a bad thing when they're. No, done. and this isn't actually, this is actually a follow on. Like this a is sequel. the second, yeah, it, yeah. this is a sequel. And funnily enough, the, in the ad, you'll see where the main girl, Lily, reuses the we are the weirdos mister and she oh, cool. glasses yeah. down that doesn't happen in the movie it's in a totally different context in a totally different scene and a different person says it which is kind oh, of right. yeah okay yeah, yeah it's kind of different yeah. um, I, I have heard so many recommendations tonight uh, of movies yeah. that I really want to go out and watch right yeah, now. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely loads. So guys, thank you so much for coming yeah. on and um yeah sparing the time the breeze yeah we could only spare five hours here <laughs> only for yeah. you guys <laughs> thank yeah. you so much and so i know much for, i know i was just saying thanks so much for having us on it was great no problem. yeah yeah it was absolutely. so lovely it was so lovely chatting to you thank you and i know and, you had um, a bit of a break 
this um between Christmas. We're talking about we're talking about um we're talking about like rebirth because obviously it's a yes. new year. So we're looking at uh, movies about babies and childbirth Brilliant. and pregnancy. And yeah, as part of that, I don't I don't like that episode. I think if, we'll scrap if, that one. If, if, if you're a horror fan, Arnold Schwarzenegger film junior. We mentioned he it. We do, we do, um, for horror fans, we do go into the horror pregnancy movies because yeah, there's quite yeah. a lot of those, yeah. 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 Rosemary's baby, baby yeah. yeah, it's alive. Have you mm. seen It's Alive? Uh, maybe, oh, maybe not. The Guardian by William Friedkin, director of the uh, oh, he did The Exorcist, yeah, yeah, yeah. You also mentioned the, the horror comedy preg, what's the one with your the, the English one? Oh, yeah, Prevent. Oh. Prevent, Pre- Pre- yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. And with that, stay tuned and listen to that one then. <laughs> yes, on uh, the real take. Yeah, uh, thanks, that's guys. The podcast by film fans for film fans. Thanks so much for having us, guys. Thank you thanks so you. much Jillian, for, for, for inviting us. <laughs> no problem, it was a pleasure. Yeah. And make sure to follow us on Instagram on because you were home with an underscore in between each word and um we will talk to you next week thanks so much guys bye Bye. Bye. see you see you at the movies okay so ross we just finished with yours there and i very shamelessly thought that michael douglas was um one of the sheens Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and like in my head I was like it's definitely either Charlie or Martin and can see them in my mind it was more know. the fact that you said it was like that's a 2000 movie yeah a, it is oh yeah. like I was miles off I don't know yeah yeah, yeah. I'd like to say anyway. I take drugs and that's the reason but I actually <laughs> don't <laughs> well, this is actually being recorded in 2021 so it's not all right um, well spoiler well, alert if you're actually gone. before christmas don't worry yeah, <laughs> no, no one is yeah. allowed to correct us <laughs>